0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rethinking H2O podcast. Today on the show, we have Sierra Scott, who is the founder of the National Clean Water Collective. Sierra is an engineer by training who, by fate, found her way into the world of water. After hearing news stories about the water crisis in Flint, Michigan, and seeing little action to solve the problem, she took matters into her own hands to help those in need she founded the National Clean Water Collective that connects different players in the water space to help those that do not have access to safe water in America. We hope you enjoy listening, and now here's your host, Kevin Sovin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rethinking H2O podcast. Today, I'm really excited to welcome Sierra Scott, who is the founder of the National Clean Water Collective. Sierra, thank you for joining us here on the podcast today.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, Kevin. It's my pleasure.
0: Absolutely. Well, we're excited to have you. And to give, us, give our viewers a little bit of uh, background about you, tell me a little bit about your background and how you ended up starting the National Clean Water Collective.
1: Okay, cool. So, it's very weird, <laughs> but it's, uh, I think everything will make sense um, once I explain it. So, uh, my background is in engineering, um, and then uh, it kind of went into uh, fashion and uh, marketing, and I work with models uh, in the fashion industry. Uh, a lot of them were going through issues of self-esteem, low self-esteem, and um, so... Long story short, I developed a campaign to help with uh, confidence. Uh, It was about, you know, spreading that message of self-confidence that, hey, um, you were, you know, born for a purpose, uh, you know, be happy with who you are, find whatever your strengths are, that kind of thing. So anyway, along the way, and that was done in uh, 2013 called the BU campaign. Uh, In 2013, we launched it. And then uh, along the way, um, I saw a bigger need for uh, kids. Uh, to really touch on kids, because at that point there were a lot of kids that were committing suicide and, and nonetheless. Um, um, but we wanted to spread that message of self-confidence. And so while uh, in the development phase of the of project, um, we also wanted to find a way for kids to give back and for them to get involved in volunteerism. Uh, and so around that time, the Flint water crisis had been Um, a major issue that had been happening in our social environment. And um, so basically, um, I listened to NPR a lot, and um, I was hearing a story when I woke up in the morning, when I went to bed at night for about two weeks straight. And I was like, God, I'm very spiritual, so I was like, God, uh, are you saying that I need to help there? Is that where we need to have the kids go? So we started off with an environmental um, program, and we did it. We launched it in a Queens library, and we had about uh, maybe 15 kids that attended. And we had an organization that talked about environmental studies and, you know, um, and they connected water with it. And those kids were to be the kids that would work on our uh, project to help Flint because what we decided was that we wanted to go ahead and say, hey, you know what, we'll do uh, a really big campaign to get uh, emergency supplies into the community. Uh, so um, I spearheaded that uh, That that program, um, that campaign, and we got together about 18 organizations uh, in New York, but also across the nation in Seattle, I mean, New Jersey, everywhere, and they decided to help pitch in uh, to raise uh, awareness, also to raise the, uh, the supply. So that was uh, 10,000 bottles of water, wipes, sanitizer. We got shoes, uh, brand-new shoes for the kids in the community. And um, basically in, July, in June... In 2016, we landed on Flint, and we were in uh, City Hall, well, on City Hall, and we gave out supplies. Uh, it was a very um, rewarding um, and uh, emotional uh, journey because it had taken us a while. We started that mission and um, raising awareness and funds and goods in February, and it took us that long to get to where we were, but... Nonetheless, we gained a lot of great relationships and um, uh, great things that happened during that time. So anyway, when we landed, it was a very successful event. We, we gave out faster than what we thought. <laughs> um, and um, people were like, come back. And so here we are now, um, now going to be our eighth event in Flint. Uh, so it's been almost two years, actually a little bit, yeah, about two years that we've been focusing on helping that community. And, um, you know, along the way we developed the National Clean Water Collective. I mean, we said, you know what, it's not just um, because it was from the idea of, oh, wow, we had 18 organizations, so why not we maintain, you know, that idea of collab- a collective work and responsibility and develop a collective that could focus on um, the water crisis, um, in Flint particularly, but then we realized that it's bigger than just Flint because this issue is across the nation. So um, we now have about 10 to 12 organizations that have joined with us and are uh, you know, really digging in um, and we're pulling people like scientists and athletes and entertainers and like-minded organizations that focus on um, you know, water, but not just only water because if you, when you think about these sort of issues or these sort of catastrophes that happen. That water crisis affected so many things. So you're talking about mental health, you're talking about food, you're talking about transportation, everything that encompasses environmental justice. um, There are five things, Uh, the the air quality, the water. So a lot of things were affected. And so um, we are bringing in people like that to help us uh, on this mission because I don't have a strength and, you know, they're back on science and environmental studies. So we now have a team um, and, you know, that focuses on that. And then we have another team that focuses on the political um, the political science of it all. So, like, helping to get a lot of these, because uh, along the way we're coming up with solutions, to helping to get some of these ideas passed, and you know, uh, by bill or law or whatever, to, um, to make some movement and progress in what we're doing. Um, and, uh, yeah, so... I don't know what else you want me to say. That's, but, no, that's uh, fantastic. Yeah, so that's <laughs> and
0: I, and I, I mean, and, and I, I appreciate your passion for this, and that's something that really attracted me to you and your organization. And what I acknowledge within Responsible and, and some of the other organizations that I affiliated with, or that I've worked with, is that we're all a piece of the puzzle. And what I like what you said is that we're kind of working towards this collective work and responsibility and that really not one group can do everything and there's a lot of these issues from the education from the awareness from the science from the disaster response supplies there's all these different things right. and so what i would like to kind of ask you about is with within these different players that are involved i mean what who are some of these players and and what are some of these solutions that are, are being brought to Flint, like what you talked about, some of the emergency supplies and, and some of the education. What, what, is some, what have you done so far with the organization, and, and kind of what, what else is on your horizon as far as bringing in other partners and players?
1: So sure. Um, so, so far, um, collectively, we raised about one hundred and forty more than $140,000 worth of goods, finances, and support. So um, for our second event, we brought on um, uh, some people to help with advocacy, financial literacy, uh, entrepreneurship. Uh, those uh, They were uh, that suits you, a gentleman by the name of uh, PK Kersey, uh, Kersey. He actually gives out free suits to the underserved community. Um, so we were like, you know what? It not only affects like, um, you know, people and being able to purchase like food and water, but what about like everyday like attire to go to work and stuff? So we brought him in. Final, the financial literacy part of it is like, you know what? Right now in Flint, um, because of the water crisis, it has affected um, the value of the homes. Um, it has affected people's pockets. It it has pulled people out of employment because a lot of the uh, the jobs, um, a lot of the the, the places of work, they closed down due to the water crisis. So people were really like, kind of like struggling to find a way to survive. And so bringing someone in um, to talk about financial literacy, like getting your credit together, and how do you then, you know, um, you know, create value in your home and all kinds of things. So she talked about that, and that was, she's actually America's, um, uh, I think it's America's best financial coach. But she's all over the place. Her name is Tiffany, the Budget Nista. So we brought her in to speak about that. We also had a young lady from the National um, Council of Women talk about advocacy. Um, we had uh, Fila, they donated uh, clothing and sneakers. We had um, Angela Simmons' line, it was a sneaker line. Oh, my God, it's, oh, please, I'm sorry, Angela. Um, but that line, actually, um, they donated sneakers. We had water cure. Now, this is a major part of it, a piece of it for us, because um, this gentleman, is by the name of Kevin McGovern, he actually, um, I met him. Uh, and he actually is providing the water filtration unit uh, for the homes at a really, really discounted rate. This gentleman has been in water for 30 years plus. Um, he is a professor at Cornell, but also a businessman and that really, really has a passion for water. And he's developed, first of all, brought together a magnificent team from uh, the, uh, the School of uh, MIT and Cornell, engineers and scientists that developed this product that takes out the contaminants um, that are in the water. So not just because it's a different scenario for each uh, city and state. Um, so in Flint, there's maybe more lead or more, con- you know, more um, copper or more chloroform in the water there. And so depending on, upon, you know, what's in the water, this machine can actually take it out. It's a con- countertop, um, and he has different levels. But it's an amazing machine it's actually going to take out what flint has in its water in terms of the lead in terms of the chloroform the copper um and those other contaminants and that was the big piece of the puzzle because the thing about it is like their their um, flint right now is still without clean water and they're waiting on you know the city to actually in the government to actually replace the pipes so until then what do you do we have a temporary solution that temporary solution are those water filtration units that are actually going to remove uh, the, 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 the contaminants. Because the other side of it is, yeah, you can use bottled water, but what, what's happening now is that they're having um, an issue with garbage and being able to recycle all, to recycle all of those bottles. So it's like it's, it's chaotic. And so um, to, to alleviate that stress, bringing in um, water filtration units, working water filtration units, advanced water fil- filtration units, it's going to be that temporary solution, and they last for three years. So until the government and the city officials figure it out, at least um, you know the, the the community will have some working um, filtration units. That you know they'll start to feel more comfortable about going back to using the tap water because right now people are scared, and that's the problem. Yeah. So, um, but there are um, a number of other. Um, I mean, there's just so many um, other organizations that have joined us, and we're just thankful to. Um,
0: who have um, brought them on. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm grateful that someone like yourself has sort of taken the charge to unite all these organizations to bring together everyone's specialty to bring the most value to this this community of Flint that's been devastated and like you said some of the pro- they've been affected by property value, they're now having to bathe their children with bottled water, a lot of these different social injustices that are happening now that are very unfortunate but it's great to see someone like you who's taken $140,000 worth of equipment to help raise all that and get to these, these people who have now just been wrongly put into the, a bad situation where they don't have access to the to this basic right of, of water. So that's, that's remarkable yeah. of what you've done, and, and then I think even kind of diving into some of the water treatment technology, from some of my knowledge, I know there's, it, my, my thoughts on that would be, I would agree with you that kind of the water treatment technology is important, uh, but also it, it seems like not only in Flint, but around the country, that the best water solution for exactly. a, com- a community is the best water solution for that community. And I know that sounds redundant. <clears throat> but there's different water solutions that make sense for different communities. So I know you had mentioned, hey, we're focused on Flint right now, but tell me about maybe what, what you're hearing or what you're seeing in other parts of the country that is, is part of your, your goals or your plans within 2018.
1: So yeah, I mean, there's um, in Florida right now, they're having some major issues. Even right in our neck of the woods, I live in New York City, I, a lot of the schools, uh, elementary schools, middle schools, they are, they're having lead in the water. Um, and, yes, um, so one of the things, and, and even in uh, New Jersey, I mean, the lead levels are way higher than in Flint. People don't talk about it, though. It's just very interesting. So um, what we're doing is, um, you know, first we feel like, you know, because Flint is a very unique situation in, ter- in terms of, like, um, what they were dealing with, because not only were they dealing with the lead in the water, it it didn't come from the lead being in the water. Uh, Specifically, it came from the fact that the water was not treated, and what happened was it corroded the pipes, and then the lead from the pipes leaped into the water. So it's a very unique, it's a different sort of situation, um, because the water wasn't treated, Um, However, we still are experiencing that in, like, New York and New Jersey, but it's just on a different level. So, um, basically, uh, the lab, uh, Water Cure tests, they have labs that test, uh, like, so they'll test the water, and they'll run it through the machine for, you know, some months or even, like, for for Flint, they've been running it through this machine for a year to kind of see what's in the water, um, to kind of see maybe if there's um, another, um, you know, filtration unit that needs to be, uh, you know, developed. Um, and, yeah, it's just basically um, nonstop testing in terms of um, finding out what works for each community because, yes, it's definitely going to be a different uh, water solution for each community.
0: Yeah, and I know you, you had mentioned earlier that there, you are very heavily invested in terms of what's going on in Flint. And tell me about, I know there's uh, there's World Water Day next Thursday, uh, but with Earth Day coming up in April uh, tell me a little bit about what you've got planned for Earth Day and what's going on with the up- upcoming event in Flint
1: so we are so thrilled about this uh, to, uh, to share this with you because I mean um, it's been oh man it's been on my mind for a while I think even probably after the second and third event that I wanted to um, put together, bring the, together the community um, on one accord. Because one, one of the things, the other thing that's happening is, Flint, is a lot of divisiveness. There's a lot of, um, you know, and that's in any community, but um, it's a small community. So really it's important to, um, for everyone to work together. And so we're, uh, we're joining hands with a lot of organizations in Flint, outside of Flint, Um, across the nation to pitch in, to put on the Just Clean It Jamboree, um, which um, our main uh, focus is to bring in working water filtration units, but to also help to renovate a new, uh, to bring in a newly renovated pool for a community youth center. Right now, they are, um, they only have one more pool left in their community, and that pool will be shutting down very, very soon on that high school Northwestern. Um, it It was going through some issues, and basically now they're closing it down, and so they won't have a community pool. And it's, so it's very important to bring that pool into the community, but also to help boost the morale of, this, of, of the people in the community. A lot of um, the residents have become complacent, um, and they sort of kind of like not really giving up. They're still resilient, but they're just kind of just dealing with it as opposed to still focusing, focusing on finding solutions for the problem and, so, um, and bringing more attention to it. Because what happens is a lot of people are feeling like, This issue is done. There's no more issues with water and Flint, which is not true. So we're looking to bring more awareness um, and also to get the community excited about, um, you know, um, the talent that they bring to the table, but also, um, you know, to get excited about continuing to be a change agent, agent in their community. Um, And so we're uh, having a Justice Fair. It's an environmental justice fair. It's called the Just Clean It Justice Fair, bringing out um, different organizations from across the nation, mainly in Flint, um, uh, to uh, do an interactive uh, booth with the kids, with the children. I'm sorry, with the families. Um, There's going to be everything from... Uh, environmental uh, farming and urban farming to uh, technology Uh, and the latest in you know environmental studies Uh, we're going to have a children's justice forum where it's going to be a youth-led forum kids are going to be talking about solutions for uh, the issues that are uh, you know happening in Flint but across the nation and then we're having a fashion show where we're highlighting a lot of the great talents that have come out of Flint. I don't think people really understand that there is a lot of great talent that's in Flint. It's important that we really support that community. We're talking about Clarissa Shields. She's, um, she's a two-time gold medalist. No one has accomplished that in boxing. Um, and she's only 22 years old. Uh, basketball legends like Carl, uh, Kyle Kuhn. He's still playing now, a young guy. We're talking about the Fab 5 we're talking about the Team Please. We're talking about John O'Connor. We're talking about, like, Melvin Riley. I mean, there's so many greats that have come out of Flint. I think it's important to highlight them. And so in a fashion show, we'll do that. Uh, we're also having uh, the All-Star Basketball game. I mean, there's a number of things that people are going to get involved with. It's going to be a day, two-days of fun Um, and we're going to give out awards in six different areas. We're going to highlight, um, you know, um, all of the great things that they've done. And um, in a nutshell, uh, we really want to uh, talk about sustainable programs um, because after this event, um, yeah, we want to continue to help Flint, but we believe that, you know, it's important to kind of pass the torch and allow them to... um, you know, grow and and develop on their own because it's like if, if you babysit a community for so long, they'll become more dependent as opposed to being more interdependent. And so, we feel like we've done a lot. We'll pass the torch and uh, we'll move on to we'll move on to. I'm sorry about that.
0: No worries. No worries. We'll
1: we'll move on to um developing. You know, a stronger, sustainable program for uh, for like 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 you know similar communities, and, and that's that's where we're at right
0: now. I love it, and that, I love that that notion of yeah. trying to create a level of sustainability that does enable, as you said, to pass the torch because you don't want to just uh, create a, a community that becomes dependent on handouts and becomes dependent on others, but to enable them, to allow them to get back on their feet, allow them to live on their daily life with being able to one have access to safe water, but then two, being able to just be normal functioning Americans who are active participants in the economy, and I think that's something that's really exactly. kind of the the core of what you're doing, which I love. Uh, the kind of one one person that uh, kind of you were mentioning those great names that kind of came to mind. I remember the uh, the great movie Semi Pro with uh, Will Ferrell. So maybe maybe we could even get him to make an appearance, because I know that he's uh. He's with the Flint basketball team there in that movie.
1: Oh, really? That'd be dope.
0: <laughs> yeah, you never know. Hey, we, 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 could, uh, we could DM him on Instagram and maybe he would respond. No. I know.
1: That'd be so cool, right? And that's the other thing. So we're, we're looking to pull in people like Carl Banks. You know, He's an NFL player or a retired NFL player. He's from Flint. The other side of it is like, people don't even really know. I mean, there's so many greats that come out of Flint. And so, like, I'm, I'm, I'm plugging away to get them involved, like, hey, come on, let's go. And, you know, some of them are tied up, like, we wanted Terry Crews to come, and, you know, he's going to be on set, but we're still pushing to have him maybe stream in and, you know, just get people involved because it's really about, you know, um, a collective, you know, work and responsibility. It, it really is about that. And if we band together, we've got to think – because the, the bigger p- part of this is that our water <laughs> – like, our water, the water issue in America, not only in America, but across the world, is, like, is a serious issue. I mean, imagine being, you know, having to ration the water that you use. So we're talking about, like, being able to brush your teeth and be limited to the water that you're using. Taking a shower, be limited to the water that you're using. You know, making um, food to be limited to the water that you're using. You know, maybe not being able to even, um, you know, spray your lawn or even clean your car. I mean, think about these things. So it's harder. I was just on the phone with um, another um, partner, and she's an environmental um, um, scientist. And she was just like, imagine, you know, um, we're not so far from being, you know, in that position. Because it's like the water is contaminated. It's easier to to contaminate water than to actually, you know, um, clean it. So we're, we're faced with, like, a major, major issue, and this is something that probably won't be fixed in our lifetime. So we kind of, like, like start, on it, start on it now. I mean, it, I mean, and I know that this, people have been doing this before me and before I started this, but I don't really see, like, through this work that I'm doing, that there is a real huge need um, for everyone to get involved. I, agree. I mean, water is
0: life. Water's, life, Water's and, and, life, and I mean, if it's, if, it's, if so, someone's <laughs> got to take the bull by the horns and do it, and it might as well be us. Yeah, dude, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, dude,
1: come on, responsible, come on, Kevin, let's go. You know what I mean? Let's just start bringing in everybody. Let's, really, it's that serious. Why, why <laughs> really,
0: not, why not us? Why not us, and why not Flint?
1: Hey, Flint is that poster child. Let's get them involved let's go and you know we have people on the ground now that's working so hard to help make this pull this event together and one in particular she's an amazing um, young lady and she's like, going so hard and, and, and in fact we're going to have her lead um, you know the sustainable program um, you know for Flint she's amazing she's gone home she's like I don't know what you guys are talking she's getting all her friends off there behind and she's like let's go let's do this And she's rocking and waving everybody like, listen, I know you may not live there, but guess what? This is still happening across the nation. And you have to let people know that there's an urgency around this whole thing. It's not just Flint. There's an urgency for everyone. You know. Um, so. Yep,
0: and it, it's important. I know, I'm it's very an, passionate about it. I, I appreciate the passion. I mean, for me, my my biggest qualifier and someone I'm looking to collaborate with is if are they just as passionate about what they're doing, particularly water, as I am. And I, I can hear it in your voice, and I, I look forward to, to meeting meeting you at the Jamboree, and then we can really turn it, turn up yeah, the yeah. turn up the volume here. I'm so excited.
1: I'm kind. Com- I'm kind of letting loose now where I'm really getting into the conversation, Kevin. But no, I'm just like, um, I'm very thankful um, that God has put me in this position to be able to be a change agent. agent. And it's not about me, but He's using my vessel to make movement in the community. And I think that it's a beautiful thing because um, I, He's created this passion in, in this whole thing. And I remember when I first started, I was just like, I don't get this. I don't get why I'm doing this. But then the more and more I dug into the whole thing, I said, what? I started to realize like, how much it like, meant to my life and the people around me, my daughter and my family. You know, I said, man, and a lot of these sicknesses, you don't realize a lot of the sicknesses that are happening in the community, like diabetes and cancer and, you know, um, and fibroids and all this come from the water that we drink. In fact, Kevin will say, which is the other Kevin from, don't say 80% from the statistics, 80% of the diseases that people have are coming from the water that they drink. That's major. And people don't know that. I was talking to a guy. He wants to get me on his show as well. And he's like, Oh, so what you're saying is there's a water crisis across the nation. <laughs> like, yeah. Imagine having like, um, an old infrastructure, you know, way, way old infrastructure, and it's kind of being, like, used and abused. Not kind of, it is. And no one's looking to change it. And we're still getting the water that we drink, you know, that we, you know, co- I mean, that we cook with everything that we do with it. And, it, it, and those pipes haven't been replaced.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it's when wild.
1: you think about that, it's just really bugged out.
0: Yeah. And, I, I mean, <laughs> so. I think some of those things, we've, we've come, become complacent as Americans just because we have... We, we have it pretty good in here and we have a great i mean, we have i won't say great but we have a pretty darn good infrastructure system and a lot of times we turn on the sink and water comes out and i mean the the age-old phrase from uh it was, you know, mark twain said whiskey whiskey's for drinking water's for fighting over but i think it was thomas jefferson that <laughs> said uh, uh you don't appreciate the, uh-huh. the worth of water until the well is dry and and w- when wow. that when that well is dry then all of a sudden you're like oh snaps well how am I going to cook? How am I going to eat? How am I going to bathe my kid? How, how, how am I going to How am I going to Hello. do every How am I going to wash my clothes? Like it, everything. And I think that's sort of one of those things where, mm. if you can sort of have a little empathy and put yourself into someone's shoes and trying to understand what the heck does that feel like to yes. not have water, then all of yes. a sudden you're like, well, I want to do everything I can to make sure that I have water every day. And I mean, people like us want to do that for other people. So that's where I mean the education here it. is so critical, Flint. Has become yeah. kind of more than just a water issue. It's obviously become kind of politicized, but still it comes down to hey, they have, are still struggling with water, and we want to do whatever mm-hmm. we can to raise funds, awareness, to get this community back on their feet, to allow them to become, kind of get back on the normal life, allow them to do things that we've all kind of should have the right to do, whether that's eating, cooking, right. cleaning, bathing, just as, as normal people.
1: Yeah, it, it's so true. Real quick, I mean, you know, they just recently did a, uh, a story, in uh, live did a story about how the elementary schools, their lead levels are way higher than before. That's a major problem because guess what? Although lead affects adults, it affects kids more. So now imagine those kids drinking that water, even when they cook with it, even because those filtration units that they're using, I don't think are getting everything out of that water. So imagine those kids and consuming that water, what it's doing to their body. It's really, really bad. So, yeah, like, like you said, Kevin, we have to be, you know, empathetic to this stuff and, we, like, put ourselves in their shoes because once you do that, you are like, well, wait a minute. Like, and first off, you stop complaining. You're like, well, my life is a lot better than most people when you think about it. So why am I complaining, you know? And that's where I'm at. I'm like, oh. Although uh, you know, there's times that I'm like, oh my God, this is a lot. I'm like, you know what? Chill out, because at least I have clean drinking water. At least I have, you know what I mean. And and those are the things that I I, I just it helps me to keep things in perspective. Um, you know, and yeah, it, yeah, it's,
0: that's right. And I I kind of feel um, the same way. And that's sort of what the one of the goals of the responsible bands are. And that hey, we're not, we're not getting a tattoo to remind us on something. It's just hey, here's a responsible band that you're wearing. That you purchased, someone purchased, and then, you, one, you're fueling a, a supply chain of artisans' jobs. But two, you're now raising money for these other causes. And it's sort of now is sort of the extension of the, of the National Clean Water Collective mission of what you're doing. And it sort of acts as a reminder every day that, hey, maybe I'm having a bad day or maybe I'm having a rough day. But unfortunately, there's people who have it way worse than me. And I need to have perspective mm-hmm. right now. Stop complaining get back to work, and go do something that's going to help myself but preferably bring value and help others as opposed to sitting there pouting yeah. about nothing.
1: Exactly. And you're right. And I think that's a great idea. The whole ban is just a reminder. People need to be responsible. They need to you know, start to check their water footprint. Like, you know, how much water am I using a day? You know, um, and you know, am I just letting the water? And I, and I have to check myself at times, too. But I think it's a great idea to have, you know, to act as a reminder to let people know, you know what, maybe um, oh yeah, I need to kind of check myself in this and check myself in that. And I think it's great um, that you're 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 taking the money to donate it to different water causes. And we're so glad and happy to have. We're thrilled in fact that. Your board, your passion for this stuff hey it's we're like when you find someone that's like-minded it's just an amazing thing hey let's <laughs>
0: let's fire it up i'm i'm excited and and yeah we're excited to to launch a campaign with with your team to ultimately raise more awareness and raise funds for the national clean water collective to ultimately go towards more water solutions in flint and in other parts yeah. of the country and and so yeah. if, to kind of to kind of wrap it up here uh, i would love if people wanted to get a hold of you or learn more. What would be the best way for someone to do that?
1: So, rock on. Um, right now, our website's under construction. However, you can you can find us on Instagram at National Clean Water Collective, and that's um, for uh, Facebook and Instagram, and at USA Clean Water for Twitter. Uh, but you can also email us at info at nationalcleanwater.org. Um, again, that's info at um and, um and, you know, speak with us about how, uh, you know, you want to get involved because we need you to get involved.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: We need everybody to get involved. <laughs> hey, we, we
0: can all do our part, whether it's just one random dude turning the sink off when he's brushing his teeth or someone now deciding to not purchase some retail item that's extremely environmentally degradative, or coming to the Jamboree and having a great time learning and helping out the Hello. kids Flint. all different things.
1: Exactly, there's so many ways you can help out, just tell another person, maybe tell another 10 people about, hey, did you hear about that? You know, maybe you should go to it, you know, and, you know, yeah, we need as much help as possible, so
0: couldn't agree anymore thanks so
1: much kevin
0: thank you well yeah. I look forward to to talking more soon seeing you soon and hope you have a great rest of your day
1: all right thanks so much you too thanks have Take a care. great day